1: This is a crowd podcast.
2: This episode is sponsored by E.T. Phone Home. It's Elliot Matthews. To be more like Elliot, go to patreon.com, search for Joe Marler Show, and become an official sponsor today.
0: (laughs) Who are you? What do you do? we currently don't have a clue but give us 40 minutes of your time and we'll get along just fine on the joe marler show it's the joe marler show
1: hello and welcome to our show i'm joe
0: marler and this is tom Ice. Jojo, I can see your face, and you're not on a computer. I can reach out and touch your knee, although I won't. What's that funny thing going on the front of your knee? Just don't touch it. All right. It's nice to see you, but I don't want any too much touching
1: because we've still got to be very sanit. Let me just sanitize my hands whilst we're doing that. actually. I mean,
0: squirt. Thank you, Joe. We should explain um, for people who have joined us during the line series and what a thriller it was that we're back to normal, and we're both really excited
1: yeah i've i have enjoyed doing the rugby stuff and you know putting on the line specials and stuff and hearing from different voices in the rugby world but this is what we love we love meeting random ordinary extraordinary people and hearing all about their jobs and that's what i want to do again please so thank you for the little break the little rugby day job break but we're back into it i love it
0: because, Joe, we believe that everyone is interesting if you ask the right questions. Stop putting on that silly voice. <laughs> I can't say that everyone is interesting if you ask the right questions without doing a silly voice. I just feel a bit self-conscious. Do you know what I mean? No, I don't right, know what If you I mean. try and say it like it's part of a conversation. Yeah, Joe, because we believe that everyone's interesting if you ask the right questions, don't we?
1: Oh, that's so cheesy the way you said it. You should put on a silly voice Thanks, for Joe. that instead.
0: <laughs> do you know what we've got today? Coming up next. Go on, hit me. An attendant of flight. A flight attendant. Someone, a trolley dolly, but they're not a trolley dolly.
1: An air hostess, but it's
0: not an air hostess, it's an air host.
1: Trolley dolly, definitely can't call someone a trolley dolly. Unless, of course, it's a toy that is a dolly. With? With a trolley that's pushing. But I don't know why you'd be talking to that toy anyway. There's a snake in my boot. There's a snake in my boot. (laughs) Fuck, we have been
0: away from this for a long time. <laughs> Do you like flying, Joe?
1: I never used to. I used to worry about it a lot. And a t- an old teammate of mine, Johnny May, was also the same. Like, really frightful. Like, the whole thing, like, just holding on to it and shaking thingy. But I couldn't work out whether he was putting on a little bit.
0: He's got strange beliefs, though, hasn't he, Johnny May?
1: Yeah, so that's why it was probably more believable that he didn't like it. But as I've gotten a bit older, I've gone... Well, if we crash, we crash. There's not a lot I can do about it, so why waste my time worrying about the possibility of it happening and just go, I'm going to sit here, enjoy the in-flight entertainment and
0: buckle up. Window seat or aisle? Ooh,
1: window, actually. I, even though I probably would need to stretch out a little bit more and a bit more, I quite like being confined in like a comfy space.
0: Question two, rear of plane or front of plane? There's certain words that trigger me. <laughs> certain words.
1: Ooh, the rear.
0: <laughs> I think that's probably the end of my quick I've run out of quick Just fire. two, was it? Yeah. Okay. Should we get the guest on?
1: Yeah, uh, yeah I was going to do a quick fire for you. but go. Okay. Question one. Mm, here we go. Economy or first class?
0: Well, I mean, I would love to, but never have. Economy.
1: Have you never done first class? No, how am I going to afford first class? Well, you worked at the BBC for 15 years. Economy
0: every single flight. Olympics, Rugby World Cup, 2011, New Zealand, economy all the way. Oof. I know.
1: Have you ever, I think it was with Etihad Airways, Mm -hmm. um, me and Daisy had flown out to somewhere, I can't remember, maybe Abu Dhabi or somewhere, and on the way back you had an option you could bid for an upgrade like an auction you could bid on eBay yeah a bit like that you could say oh I'll pay an extra 200 quid to upgrade to business thanks and we won it well I didn't we didn't win it because I had to pay like 300 quid (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: that's not actually any good was that your (laughs) opening bid or did you have to outbid someone
1: no that was my I said that's my max so maybe I should have got in lower aren't you meant to
0: go in lower I don't know you just start with your max
1: get a guest on now immediately (laughs) Our guest today is a flight attendant. Hello, Damien. Hello. (laughs) Damien, we're not actually allowed to use your real name, so we've somehow chosen the child from the Omen as the
0: best name for you. Okay, yeah. And Damien, Joe, flies with Marla Airlines, is that correct? We'll go with Marla Airlines today.
1: I always thought I'd say air hostess.
2: I have been called that many times in, in my life. But it's not, it's flight attendant. A flight attendant, cabin crew, um, then you have you can either have uh, a purser.
0: So what does a purser do? Because a purser often gets mentioned, Joe, don't they? No, I mean, I've never me. heard
1: of a purser, someone who nicks purses. <laughs> a purser?
0: Yeah, that's... Are the... you
1: saying it right? Yes. <laughs> do you mean burser? No. Because <laughs> <laughs> a burser, I think, is uh, a sack of fluid. I oh, know, joints... Is it? Or it's someone that provides money for someone who at a school, like a private school, to go to a school, isn't it? So you're not saying Bursa?
2: I'm not saying Bursa. So go with Bursa. What's Bursa? Go with Bursa. Bursa is the person that's in charge on board uh, an aircraft. The uh, captain? No, no, of the cabin crew team. Oh, OK. So they're the, they're the boss. So they're called P- Purser's. They used to be called purser's. There's now some different terms for them. There's uh, in charge cabin crew. Uh, purser's ca- better
1: than that. Cabin in charge cabin crew. Yeah, that is the shittest term. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what, 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 what's your job? Well, I'm a flight attendant. Oh, just a flight attendant? No, actually, I'm in charge cabin crew. It's not yeah. even a sentence.
2: Yeah. Well, they like they they like to uh, to change them, for you. So it's ICCM. I- <laughs> that's that's better. better. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Are the flight attendants better looking the higher the class you go? Because Damien, mm. you clearly work in first class. Let me say that. First good, of all. yeah. Oh, good from you. Oh,
1: really smooth, good. smooth <laughs> too. So like you've it. you've gone with the really shit dad joke at yeah. the start.
2: He's yeah. strong. He's an ex, this <laughs> strong, guy strong game. This guy. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I've I've worked first class in my time. Yeah.
1: Are you Do you work your way up to first class or the different things?
2: Yeah, it used to be you'd have to like work for a good number of years before you were invited to take part in training for business class. And then you'd work that for a number of years and then you'd be invited to do some training to work in first class.
1: Why would you have to do the person is still a person? Why do you have to be trained to talk to... What, what's the difference in the training between economy and business and first?
2: Uh, economy, you're basically thrown at them. <laughs> and then first class, it's all lots of bowing and scraping. And so, yes, sir. And you have to know all your different wines, what pairs with certain foods, different services like silver service, laying up tables where, the, you know, which fork goes where, because it's all proper silverware, uh, proper terminology to use for... Or like lords, ladies, you know, royalty. Wow, stuff like that. Yeah. Have you got a special announcement voice? Can we hear it? Well, I usually give the crew a choice of two. They can either. <laughs> oh wow! They can yes. either have. Love this. Uh, hello, good morning, and welcome to BBC Radio Four. <laughs> or, <laughs> or they can have good morning welcome to local radio (laughs) (laughs) i fucking love both of them
1: i would i would insist if i was your crew i would insist that you do half and half so you like really confuse um good morning everybody i hope you're sitting comfortably and the flight's going really well and uh, food is just about to be brought out, so please, please be ready.
0: <laughs> Do you use the same voice or the same range of voices for
2: the emergency exit chat? Well, that's a good one, because when you're doing the emergency uh, announcements, basically you're stood at the back of the plane looking up the the aisle, and all the crew are stood there looking at you <gasps> So, what oh, you're trying, yeah. what you're really trying to do is make them break and make <laughs> them laugh. So, you either go really quickly <laughs> so that they have to, you know, <laughs> chuck on the life jacket, do it up, and then point out the exits really quickly, or you, you change it up, you start quick, go slow, <laughs> put on a different accent. Uh, I, flew, I flew with this girl once and she was very well spoken. And we were like, are you going to do the emergency announcements? She's like, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll do those. I'll do those for you. And uh, we, we stood there wait, waiting, got my safety card up. And all of a sudden, the broadish Welsh accent. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> 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 I was just like this, hiding behind my safety card. <laughs> my crying. shoulders going, crying with laughter. Crying Of course, it. none of the passengers know that she's not welsh they just think that's normal so <laughs> until she breaks she's yeah. going <laughs> around
1: with the food and she's hello darling what hello, would you like honey. today yeah what the fuck is going on with your voice like oh, was, uh, i love what you want for your dinner today yeah. then you're having a red wine <laughs> with it uh, do you get fucked off when no one listens oh yeah because i'll be honest like i When you sit on a flight, when I go away with the team and stuff like that, I'll sit there with my headphones on and I'll I'll crack on with the Netflix straight away because it takes a while. And then I I get worried because there's judgment. There's definitely judgment eyes coming from the cabin crew like, would you just listen to this, please? This is important. If we crash, (laughs) you need to actually know what to do. But my mindset is if we crash, we're fucked. So why do I need to know what to do? Do you know what I mean? (laughs) Like, I'll be fucked. Let me just enjoy... Handmaid's Tale, you know, I need to (laughs) squeeze it in. It's only a two-hour flight. I want to get a couple of episodes in, I'm sorry. But do you actually get really fucked off?
2: Yeah, you stood there, You're, you're looking at people and you're like, you're not going to watch. You're not going to watch. <laughs> oh, fuck you. <laughs> Brilliant. So there is that judgment
1: going. Oh, of course, yeah.
2: yeah. And if someone's watching really intently, they like, during the service, you're extra nice to that person. Oh, are you? <laughs> it's like, that's like, the one thing I've got to do that's important. You there you know? go. There <laughs> it's you go, like, go, pay Tom, attention to me. That's what
1: we've got to do. Yeah. Next time, we're like yeah just i mind you what if it goes the other way and we eyeball the fuck too much and you're like oh my god yeah then you're making
2: me feel really then then you're back in the galley going that that guy (laughs) that guy in 3f look out for him he looks really weird (laughs) (laughs) what voice would you
0: go for joe
1: i'd look at everyone that wasn't listening yeah so to pick and then i'd drop something in like maybe a meow to sit, to then go like, oh, you, oh, you are listening. Nice. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? To, to make him go, so please um, make sure you look after your air mask for yourself before you sort some of them fucking sat to the left of you and then you see how many people pick up like, did he just say fucking don't sort out anyone? Be a selfish
2: prick. Put your own oxygen mask on before those fucking kids. (laughs) (laughs) That is something that we do sometimes. You know, you'll have a challenge and you go... um, It's usually called Captain's Banana. So you challenge either the the crew that's doing the announcements or obviously, yeah, the flight crew. They have to slip a certain word (laughs) into their announcements. So, yeah, sometimes it's banana or sausage or... (laughs) Yeah, so, so, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we're cruising at 35,000 feet. If you look to your left, you'll see the banana island of. (laughs) 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 And and, and no one notices. Because they're not fucking listening, because we're watching
1: Handsmaid's Tower. You actually interrupted it. It's fine. (laughs) I saw something. Where was it? Did it come up? It was. Did my phone did that really weird thing where it's obviously been listening to me talk about flight attendants or something, and a video came up of this woman who's revealing some secrets about flight attendants. And I was like, "What?" And it, I didn't watch it all because I think it was about four o'clock this morning. <laughs> um, what's an APB? Oh. That when you when you're coming on, the flight attendants stand at the door, and you think, "Oh, they're greeting you and being polite," and uh, which they are. But they're doing some sort of APB, where you're looking, you up yeah, and down uh, or something. I was like, what?
2: Yeah, ABP. Oh, Able, ABP. Able-bodied passenger. Ah. So that is someone that's travelling on their own, that speaks English or the language that, you know, the airline operates in, um, and looks capable enough to assist you in the event of an emergency.
1: Be pointing at yourself. Big it's time. it's a podcast and it's not filmed. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so hang on. And you're looking at this person what? Because they could be are they going to get a good seat in the emergency aisle or are they going to be someone you can call upon in an
2: emergency? Yeah, someone you can call upon. So if you're in an emergency, you'll stand in the in the cabin and you'll give the the passengers an emergency briefing and then, then you you find this Person, and you would ask them, you know, oh, hello, are you travelling on your own? Yes. Do you speak English? Yes. Or would you be willing to help me? Yeah. No, I'm fucking watching Handmaid's Tale, mate. <laughs> so once you've finished your episode, yeah. Yeah, good. Yeah, fine. As long as it doesn't end on a cliffhanger, you good. Know, would <laughs> yeah. you? Um, yeah, and basically you, you take them to your seat um, and you show them how your harness opens and Whoa. how the door operates what to expect when the door opens how to fly the plane no not not how to fly the plane um would um, you
1: would you be able to fly the plane in an
2: emergency um it, well it's usually on autopilot so so that's a yes you could have
1: just said yes Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you know um, how to switch the autopilot on and off yeah, I know where the buttons are. I've sat in the cockpit a few times. Yeah, there's lots of dials, and that affects speed. And uh, are you belittling the job of a captain? You're saying that I, you... I would never do such a thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it seems like there's a small bit of beef
1: between the cabin crew and, and the purser's and the captain.
2: Do you like, Joe, because
0: I'm sure you've been to the front of an aeroplane with your massively high profile, the number of switches on the ceiling? I always find that quite alluring. Like you put a switch in front of me, yeah, fine. Put it on the ceiling, much more fun.
1: Why do they need 5,000 buttons or <laughs> <Yeah>. switches? <laughs> but for anything, we're in 2021. Surely they just need one or two, maybe. So take off. off land. No, three. Three, now I'm thinking about it. Take off,
0: fly, <laughs> land. <laughs> This able-bodied, what are they call able-bodied person, able-bodied passenger, yeah, able-bodied yeah. passenger. I'll be honest, I'd, I'd fancy that role, Joe. I'd fancy, well, I fancy myself for that role. What, what, what? Why? Well, do you like? First of all, do you like flying? Mm, I see it as a practical solution. I don't love it. I wouldn't deliberately go flying. But you, you feel, you feel okay. I'm up, all right. Yeah, you? yeah. There's no panic,
1: or you don't get oh with the takeoff. No, and you're fine. Uh, are You fit? I hope so. I mean, you're pleasant to look at, but I'm Thank talking you. about fit, yeah, healthy. <laughs> Are you healthy? Yes. Yeah, you're lightweight. What, what am I looking at? I'm putting you down for seventy two kilos. Yeah, about that. Yeah, genuine. Yeah, about seventy three.
0: Oh, good, Joe. Very good, good for me.
1: And you, so there's no risk of you breaking the slide, either. That you, I don't so wear you,
2: high heels generally. Yeah, you'd so be that's good, good.
1: To go down there, you'd be a very good ABP. I Thank think. you, Joe. Uh, Damian, what do you think?
2: Definitely be someone that we would uh, we would be coming to, and you, Joe. As well,
1: oh, oh. thank you. <laughs> what a
2: team that would be, Joe. If we were the two ABPs, it
0: reminds... would we be introduced to each other. <laughs> would we like to form our team and start yeah. buddying up?
1: <laughs> it reminds me of uh, have you seen Bridesmaids? The yes. film? <laughs> you know, when uh, oh, what's her name? She's on the flight and she's convinced. That the guy she's sat next to is an air marshal. (laughs) She's like, you need to tell me if you're an air marshal, like it's just going on and I love I absolutely love the scene. (laughs) When it turns out he is, and she gets I I knew it! You're an (laughs) air marshal! Yeah and she goes running down. I love that. That's what I want to happen. Oh sorry, I don't know why that is relevant. But I think we need to I've got a little bit overexcited and I think we should have some ads in here now.
0: Hey, how you doing? My name is Elroy Spoonface Powell, Spoon the voice guy. And I just want to tell you about a new podcast called Death of a Film Star. It's from the makers of Death of a Rock Star, and it's really good. We've got episodes about Heath Ledger, Chadwick Boseman, Marilyn Monroe, and Robin Williams. You've seen them tell incredible stories.
2: So now it's time for us to tell theirs. Search for Death of a Film Star in your podcast app. Honestly, do it now. it will be worth it. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for flying Marla Airlines. Our official sponsors for this flight are... He sounds like an Oxbridge College. It's Tristan Hall. Dan, the man, hut. Ollie Soundy, who rhymes with Alistair Boundy. Matt Gryffindor Griffiths. Cheeky Nibble, Stuart Kibble. <laughs> the Swindler, Josh Swindles, and Daniel on the beers, Baker. So to be more like Tristan, Daniel, Josh, Stuart, Ollie, Matt, and David, go to patreon.com, search for Joe Marler Show, and grow the show. Those were the adverts,
0: which you will have realised because you've heard adverts before. Damien, I would like to know what happens on stopovers. Are they party central? In my
2: youth, uh, <laughs> definitely, um, yeah, it was a case of you know you get somewhere and it's like right where we're going, when we're meeting up, let's go out, party, party, party. Um, as I've got older, <laughs> I wouldn't say I've got wiser, but the uh, the body can't take it quite as well these days.
1: It's more of a cup of tea,
2: yeah, feet up, feet up, bit of Netflix,
1: hamster towel, very popular. <laughs> Um, rather than out partying it. How long usually is a stopover then, or does it depend on...?
2: It really depends. You can... The minimum legal that you're allowed in a hotel, like, key-to-key, key, they say, so from the moment you check in to the moment you check out, is ten hours. So, you know, you could you could do a flight and then ten hours in the hotel and come back. So there's not much time for partying there, but... Oh, I, whilst... don't <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. You could go hard. Top three stopover cities? Oh party yeah yeah uh newcastle mm. that is not what i was <laughs> expecting new york i'll be honest <laughs> yeah but okay we'll go with newcastle if, if you if you just want to go out and get smashed good Okay, newcastle is newcastle. definitely on the list yep. um new york uh, is a is a great place to go um anywhere in the far east are you
0: keeping your uniform on in this scenario joe are you putting civvies on
1: depends how cool the uniform is talk me through the coolest uniforms that that we've got.
2: Well, I think you want to look good. You want to you want to be in the Air Italia.
1: Air Italia. Yeah. What's their setup? Describe our, their setup to us, please.
2: Tailored, oh, very really? very Italian. They always look smart. They always whenever you in in Italy and you you pull up next to the Alitalia. Crew, you always feel like dog shit. Because <laughs> you're getting off the plane and, you know, you've got your, your shirt on and your tie's a little bit askew, you know, your eyes are all a bit bloodshot. They come off, you know, immaculate, sunglasses on, no matter the weather, <laughs> jacket over the shoulder, child, child, air kisses all over the place. Yeah, they just, they always look supreme.
1: So if they make you look like shit... yeah. Or if they make so if they make you feel like shit, what ones make you feel great? So most most people in rugby tend to come and stand next to me when I've got my top off because it <laughs> makes them feel makes them feel wonderful about themselves. Even if they yeah you know, if they had a Domino's the night before or something, they're feeling a bit you know bloated. Yeah, they'll come see me in the change room and just stand next to me and be like, "Oh, I feel so much better standing next to you." Who's that version of uniforms?
2: Uh, well, if I'm going to be a complete airline snob... Then, you have to, yeah. you have to, because we put you <laughs> on, on the spot. spot here.
1: Tom has got a, a gun um, <laughs> hidden in his... He's actually keistered. We haven't keystered in a oh. while, have we? No,
0: I have keistered because I want to be an ABP,
2: and yeah. I just thought firearms yeah. would be useful. It's it's
1: secret air marshal, but he's actually the ABP.
2: Uh, it's his oil. Yeah, <laughs> right. Good. <laughs> <laughs> um... Yeah, so your low-cost airlines. Yeah, so like your Easy Jets and your Ryanairs. You don't. You
1: think. You think. Oh,
2: You're like ugh. Look at them. Oh, oh.
1: you nasty snob. <laughs> you nasty piece of work. You. I actually quite like that orange. Oh, it's a bit.
0: Would you go? Would you go the the bright orange of EasyJet or the glaring blue livery of Ryanair? I
1: think blue. I've got blue eyes. That so might bring out my eyes. Mile
2: High Club. Indeed, I have heard of such a thing. Oh, you've heard of it,
1: just heard of it, that's fine. <laughs> I think of it and I go, well, it's just the toilets, surely. Surely that it's just a discreet little... Right, I'm going to the toilet. You wink, I wink. Both end up in the toilet. How are they getting away with that? Surely you've seen some.
2: No? Well, you're usually quite busy on a flight, so you're, you know, as a crew, mm. you're you know, back and forth, back and forth, and the, you know, the toilets are usually by a galley, so unless you're... Sat there on your break while they do the deed. Mm. Um, it's quite hard to monitor, you know, who's going in and out of the toilets. Um, I have seen a couple of people post, <laughs> shall we say, uh, emerging from from the lavatoires in relaxed in relaxed a, body language. Well, a little bit flushed.
1: Mm. <laughs> How have you seen them? How do you know that? Because they've both come out at the same they've time.
2: Both come out. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then do you ever go up to them and go, hiya, are you OK? Everything all right? Did you, did someone come in to help you because you got stuck or?
2: Uh, just uh, an, a knowing look uh, is usually enough. And, they, you know, they get very embarrassed and, okay. and off they toddle. But uh, I have had uh, some people trying to get a little bit frisky in situ in their seats.
1: <gasps> Wanking off under a blanket.
2: Well, they they hadn't got to that point yet. <laughs> they haven't got. To, they did ask me for a blanket. Uh, ah, I, I'm glad you said ask
1: me for a blanket. But there was a small pause. That went
2: they did ask me to wank them up off under the blanket. Fine. <laughs> well, I said that wasn't in the job description. Fine. Um, yes, but I, I had to uh, politely decline. Uh, because no one... Hang on,
1: you refused the service of... Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you politely declined wanking them off, that's fine. Yeah. But did you refuse a service of a blanket? I did. Because you, you had a funny feeling?
2: Well, I didn't have a funny feeling. I knew exactly what they were going to be doing, and I didn't want to pick that blanket up at the end of the flight. <laughs> Surely it would be better to have the blanket, though, than
1: the seats and stuff well. like that, and... I don't want to bring the tone of the show down. So, Tom, please lift it back up.
0: I'm going to keep it exactly where it is, Joe, because the thing I've wondered about the mild High Club, Damien, is most flights that I go on, it's really obvious who's going to the toilet. Yeah. Um, and if you're unfortunate enough to be in that row of seats by the toilet, possibly the baby bassinet there, if two people <laughs> entered it, and because they're not thick walls, are they? No. And also, it's a very enclosed space. So th- there must be a particular... I mean, there's certain options which it straight away ruled out by the physical parameters of the... <laughs> Joe, don't give me that face. You know what?
1: No, no, exactly. I'm just... Usually when people are picturing stuff, they, they look up, don't they? And I don't know why people look up to imagine stuff, but that's what I'm doing. I'm looking up, well, I'm just picturing a toilet, and I'm just picturing the different positions that would work and don't work, and...
2: Well, there's a handy seat. You utilise the seat. Yeah, the, the seat works the seat. As well. You double-check
0: the door's locked. Of course, yeah. Would yeah. you? Unless, can they be Unless outside, you want to get caught, they can. <gasps> unless you're that,
1: mm. you know, which is fine. Yeah. L- leave it green. Oh, so you caught it, sorry. Oh, yeah. stop it. Yeah. Lock. Sorry. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? A little bit of friske.
0: <laughs> they are tiny, though. Would you utilize the mirror, Joe, or would you ignore the mirror?
1: There's no way I'm looking at
0: the mirror. strictly you right light. Off. it's strictly
1: apparently it's insistent. Lights off with me. <laughs> Yeah, Not my call. But.
0: but you can't turn the lights off because you've locked the door. And, and as you know with airline toilets, as soon as you lock the door, that automatically puts the light on. Yeah, fair. So you've got a dilemma. Either you have sex with a light on or you have sex with an open door.
2: Or you just put your foot or, against the door. No, or
1: the person who doesn't want to look at me puts those lovely free eye masks oh, they get on. Oh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> so that's the that, solution. It's a win-win, isn't it? I've just got to look at me and I'm like, oh, God. <laughs>
2: I'm I don't our, care. I'm becoming I'm a member. Earplugs stum- in.
0: If people wanted to, um, because this, you know we're we're open-minded on this podcast Joe, aren't we? Um, if they wanted to get away with Damien, is there any sort of tips or techniques that you could recommend?
1: Are you are you frowning upon it, or are you kind of like, look, fair play for having having the guts to do it? Oh, and you, yeah, let, you, you know you're not going play. up and telling them off.
2: No, I have uh, I have observed people on their en route to the uh, to the lavatories <laughs> and have uh, discreetly looked the other way um, before or taken myself off to the other end so I don't <laughs> have to uh, hear what's going on. Is it legal? Well, it's, surely it depends. It, yeah, not does necessarily. Does the air have any laws? Yeah. There are laws that yeah in the air in the air yeah how can no one owns the air do they do they own the air <laughs> we're subject to british law but what if you're flying we're a british over british airline
0: yeah what, but so you're... you're crossing the channel like where's british air and where's french air
2: it doesn't matter what airspace you're in because you're because the
0: air that's been enclosed in that capsule <laughs> is, is, is british. british
2: this is
1: british and, air. and that's just being <laughs> circulated yeah.
2: this air is british and when british. they open
0: the door and the fresh air from the Host country circulates French it's air. air.
1: Yeah, French air. Ah, <laughs> oh, hello and welcome. Wow oh, it would be Mandela Airline, actually, Mandela wouldn't it? Airlines. Hello, welcome aboard, Mandela Airlines. <laughs> I am here to give you a united performance of how to apply your seatbelt. <laughs> <laughs> Sit back. I relax and let the good times roll.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I've just been informed you do a really good Michael Caine.
2: Well, that, that's for other people to decide. But um... so if you were to be the Michael
1: Caine airline, um... yeah,
2: that, that's come about because uh, I actually had him on a flight once. Yeah, yeah. Surely you
1: didn't go up to him and say, "Please, can you just do loads of these lines so that I can practice a whole long
2: long list of (laughs) sayings?" Uh, No, he was he was lovely. But um, when you get on a flight, they bring you a a long list, and it has the names of everyone that's on board, um, so that you you can check people off, and it has notations next to them if they require special assistance or anything like that, and obviously. People have to travel under the name that's on their passport. So um, I'm looking at. Ah. <gasps> uh, yeah, I'm looking under the, uh, at the list, and one A, Morris Micklewhite, yeah, which is his real name. What? <laughs> <laughs> Michael Kane, Yeah.
1: Mark Caine is not called Marco
0: Caine. No. His name's Morris Micklewhite. Yeah. Morris Micklewhite. Yep. <laughs> That's his real name. So the surname is Micklewhite.
1: And he changed that to Michael Caine. <laughs> Do we know why? Do you know why the story of this is? Why are you it... changing Morris Micklewhite? That is an incredible name. <laughs> you're Surely you're keeping that name.
0: I imagine, Joe, when he was setting out to be an actor in the late 1950s, that Morris Micklewhite sounded a little bit sort of average. Whereas Michael Caine... I know. I know. So did you go?
1: So when you were doing like the seatbelt uh, announcement and the emergency exits and like that, uh, <laughs> 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 these are the exits. And in, in case of an emergency, I would appreciate it if you don't blow the bloody doors off. <laughs> I will be over to open them sufficiently.
2: <laughs> yeah, I wasn't brave enough. Oh, <laughs> but uh, but yeah. I, I, argued the toss about who was going to serve him because obviously when there's, you know, a celebrity on board, people are like, oh, I want to serve them, I want to serve them. So, you know, I I, I won out on that. I so like, oh, uh, Mr. Kane, can I get you anything? Uh, Yeah, I'll have a cup of tea, and if you've got one. A biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> He's in the room. That is very good. That, that is so good.
1: good. That is so good. I would just I would sit next to him. Yeah. I would just sit there and go, can you say that again for you me? Just, so, can you just talk? Biscuit. Can you say biscuit? <laughs> biscuit? Biscuit. Just keep saying. No, a little bit more. Okay. Biscuit. <laughs> biscuit.
0: <laughs> what has particularly impressed me about Damien's impression is that, Joe, when you and I do Michael Caine, we do a line from Michael Caine, but Damien Just, has taken. He's him. He, he's him. He's taken something which we've never heard Michael Caine say, which is <laughs> cup of tea and a biscuit. Who's that? Then? <laughs> <It's> his brother,
2: <laughs> <laughs> Dave Caine. <Dave Kane.
1: laughs> <laughs> Joe, should we talk um, overhead lockers? I wanted to talk, yeah, because I can tie this one in nicely. Actually, okay. yeah, you go with your overhead locker question, and I'll go. Do no, on, you,
0: you do yours if it ties? <laughs> in. Okay, cool.
1: So <laughs> overhead lockers. How realistic is uh, snakes on a plane?
2: Because <laughs> uh, watching that film, you know, I don't,
1: I don't mind snakes, but watching that film scared the fucking life out of me. Because these snakes were coming out of every single hole you can think of, including—wait <laughs> for this segue. Here we go. Including the overhead lockers oh, that hadn't, smooth. by by the look of it been packed appropriately mm. is there a specific technique that means because you, you, you go around at the end of it or just before we're about to take off yeah. and you're like right you have a little check and you slam 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 I'm like fucking stop slamming I'm watching The Handmaid's <laughs> tail. Hit. do you know what <laughs> I mean slam, <laughs> slam 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 and then you move it and adjust it is there a good technique that you've
2: got or yeah if you've if you've got one of those bags with the wheels yeah, put it in wheels first wheels first oh. yeah okay. because uh, a lot of the lockers the, the front is curved so that will curve round the the top of it. And okay. then f- you can fit more in. Mm-hmm. So, um, so of course, obviously, we make announcements about that all the time, which no one listens to. Do um, <laughs> so actually- you actually? <laughs> yeah. Do you say that? <laughs> yeah.
1: Fucking hell. All these yeah. years, I've never heard that on a plane.
2: If you're yeah. putting your,
0: uh, your oversized suitcase, which probably should go in the hold, <laughs> into the overhead locker, please place it wheels first. You'll notice that the outer layer is slightly curved for this purpose. You very s- nice. You selfish pricks. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> people get very angry about overhead lockers, Joe, don't they? Mm. So people... Let's say you get to your seat, Joe, and you already have had to l- make some really weird leaning back. Like, you've had to lean back at a crazy angle because you're in the seat by the window, but you want to access the overhead locker. And your lean is made worse by the fact that you're balancing this heavy suitcase in your hand. So your spine is about to crack in many places. And then you find that someone who's not in your aisle of Three, has placed their bag in your overhead locker. Yeah, that
2: fucking... Oh, my God,
1: that really gets on my tits.
2: It's not your overhead locker. What? (laughs) Hang on. No, 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 stop.
1: I'm not having it, because there has been times where it's been full. I've got to my chair, it is full, and I'm like, well, whose is that? And I've gone, whose is that? And they've heard, and someone like four rows ahead have gone, oh, yeah, sorry, that's mine. Fucking put it above your one, then. Because I've now got to go down to 36D and put it down there, which is bad. Because when we land and we have to get off, I've then got to wait for everyone else. Yeah. Or what sometimes I do is I go down whilst they're coming down the other way. So oh, they're all coming to get off. And I'm bush, like, no, fuck bush, you.
2: Bush. No, oh. fuck you.
1: And blame that person in row, <laughs> row seven because they've ruined it. So don't blame me just to make it even more yeah. awkward. So it's not... That doesn't belong to your seat. It's
2: uh, any locker space is usually, you know, especially on like short haul flights, they're rammed all the time. You basically towards the end of boarding, you're like, wherever your bag will go, just fucking put it there because I want to (laughs) leave. I've had enough of you idiots (laughs) standing around going. There's no room in the overhead locker above my seat. (laughs) It's like, well, turn around. There's one behind you. (laughs) No, I'm standing up. I'm standing
1: up for the passenger here. Yeah. There, There should be specific slots, actually, that says belongs to 6A, belongs to 7A. Like a peg. Yeah, that makes sense. And it would make everything more efficient. Well, then you get the big lummocks going down the opposite way when everyone's trying to get off to get his
2: bag at 36. But then eight. you wouldn't get half the bags on because half of them are oversized. The bags got out of control, surely. Oh, yeah. It's ridiculous. It's going to sound weird, but... the <laughs> The best period for hand baggage, when we were flying, was after nine eleven because <laughs> golden golden era golden way, era. Yeah. <laughs> one because yeah. no one was flying, and secondly because no one could bring anything on board. Lovely. <laughs>
1: <Wow>. <laughs> or if they wanted it, they were too scared to because yeah. they'd be accused of well, what the fuck is in your bag? Yeah. Are you suggesting that there should be another thing to reduce the amount of bags? <laughs> that come on a plane. I think yeah. it's a really bad suggestion to yeah, suggest cause... a terrorist attack. <laughs> 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 just so your job is easier. <laughs> it's quite yeah. a radical solution. Yeah, yeah it's like my life easier. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I can see Steve in the corner of my eye just going
2: <laughs> <laughs> Move on. Move on. Get past the terrorist. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I wanna talk about malia or Magaluf mm. because you tend to get a certain type of person, i.e. me when i was 18 mm-hmm. going out there with some mate oh, lads, lads, lads. Lads, i wasn't lads, actually lads. one of those like the leds 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 i was actually the part of the in between us crew <laughs> so our four lads that we went out we were just like the misfits like hi <laughs> like we weren't like jocks or the cool kids we were just like hi oh, this is our first holiday out together <laughs> and we're like oh where are we going and we went to- <laughs> we went to malia and uh, you've, but you've got the same ilk of all the jocks and stuff from the stereotypes of the of the film. What sort? How do you deal with those drunk, annoying? Or have you ever had to deal with drunk, annoying passengers like that?
2: Yeah. Um, of the drunk, annoying passengers, <laughs> the, one of the worst ones I've had to deal with is a couple of uh, drunk Russian sailors. Doomsday scenario that. Yeah, uh, Russian sailor was drunk. Where's yeah. the vodka? Yeah, vodka. give me vodka. vodka. No. You give me vodka. All flight, you give me vodka. <laughs> like, <laughs> you can have a coffee, mate. You give me vodka. No, coffee.
0: <laughs>
1: coffee, vodka.
2: Yeah. <laughs> vodka, coffee.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so you've got these two drunk Russian sailors that yeah. you're refusing to serve vodka, vodka to. Too. Yeah. You're offering coffee. coffee. Yeah. How's that going down?
2: Uh, we're literally stuck in a loop of him just saying vodka and me saying coffee (laughs) and it ends up with me just going, listen, mate, I'm not giving you any more fucking vodka. (laughs) Vodka. Yeah. Doesn't help that he's got dried vomit all down the front Mm -hmm. of him as well
0: <laughs> i would not mind but my suitcase is not in the overhead locker yeah. directly above my head it's 36f it's full of vodka go
1: get, <laughs> go get vodka out of 36f <laughs> for me then i cannot stand i had too much vodka, vodka yeah. oh that must be quite scary though
2: <laughs> yeah yeah especially you know sometimes in situations like that obviously you know a large makeup of the crew community is female so sometimes you find that Yourself in that situation where you're the only guy mm. on the crew, and all the girls are just going, "Going, Damien, <laughs> Damien, you, you deal with that. You deal with that." <laughs> right, gee, thanks, guys. <laughs>
1: and you're like, no, no, you go deal with vodka.
2: You go deal with vodka. <laughs> just vodka. give him
1: the fucking vodka, would you? Be? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I think we've overdone the vodka. <laughs> <laughs> can't help it he says it's so good he says it's so good doesn't he yeah. let's move on to something more Thing. i fart a lot <laughs> on a plane i fart a lot i yep. tend to and I, t- I think it's something to do with the pressure as yeah well.
2: yeah your gases you in ga- your body yeah you gas up more yeah like, do yeah, yeah. yeah definitely because you're flying at, a, at an altitude it, you know you even though you're at thirty-five thousand feet the, you know, the altitude's not that it's about 10 to 12 so you know, you're you are at atmosphere, so all the gases in your body expand, which right. is why you do fart. I thought it was the pretzels that it was. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I always find yeah more gassy, but where do they go? Because very rarely have I done a stinky fart on a plane. You're so true. Unless someone like
2: uh, where does it go? Just gets recycled. Oh, so, so all the, when you're on that long haul Air. flight, when you're on that, <laughs> <laughs> that long haul flight, imagine you're yeah, out to the World Cup. All those farts.
1: <laughs> it's just... Of course, it's just recycled. Yeah. Surely there should... Oh, my should God. Should there be a little vent
2: somewhere? Yeah, there. Is, yeah we do t- intake some fresh air from outside. Yeah. But, yeah, a, a lot of the air is recycled, so... Yeah, you're smelling a lot of farts. Yeah, we go. Um, well, but
1: the, 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 the lucky thing is I don't smell them though, because there's some but how some odorless.
0: It doesn't matter how loud the fart is. There's something about the the resonance or the frequency of the engine that seems to effectively mask any fart, no matter how ferocious it is. It's actually quite freeing, <laughs> liberating, isn't you, it?
1: Yeah, usually you in a public space. Like if if we were here for yeah. now, like I'd like. If I needed one, I'd probably be like, "Oh
0: God!" Try and just pick a, little, a time, pick a mm, movement. A little or lean. Sometimes yeah. when you're going
1: in public cubicles in in the toilet and you, someone's next to you, and wait you, for the flush. Yeah, mm. you, but and you're like, why? Why do we do that? Why are we? Why are we so British? In oh, I'm going to wait for him to get up and start mm. making noise to then go. Why? Just because he's done the same or she's done. You, you're going to do the same. Just do that anyway. But there's something liberating where you're sat amongst all these people Mm. and you're just (laughs) farting away. And you're like, "Hi, yeah, yeah, sure. I'll have a pack of of peanuts. And they don't, they're none the wiser. It's, I don't know, it's really freeing.
2: Not sure about none the wiser. Oh. Uh, I I was doing the service once and, you know, we're stopped in the middle of the cabin. We've got a, you know, a long trolley there. And I'm serving away, and I'm like, oh, okay, I've got to reach that tray that's right at the other end of the cabin. So I, I bend down and I reach in, I'm halfway in the trolley, and I just let one absolutely. <laughs> oh, you? Yeah. <laughs> it's the loudest part, I think. I, I can't help it. I'm crying with laughter. The girl I'm working with is on the other side of the trolley. He's Stuck her head in, (laughs) and he's saying, "Was that you? Was that you?" Yes, yes. And then I come out, my hands are shaking. I (laughs) go (laughs) to the guy that I was just basically farted in his face. (laughs) Here you go, sir. Here's your meal. (laughs) Ridiculous. (laughs) They're not always quiet.
0: (laughs) Can I ask about meals? Actually, do you, as cabin crew, do you eat the same? food as us or do you bring your own food because the cabin food is not very nice or in those magic slots where you're heating up the food that we get is
2: there like a special one where you get much nicer food definitely not much nicer food but uh it's kind of kind of hits all three because if you're working over a certain period obviously you are provided with a meal it's usually not that great Um, so if there is any Leftover food. Usually, we're eyeing up the business class or the first ah. class food. Um, food's one of those those battles you have between flight crew and cabin crew, because obviously ah. you get some like flight crew that they believe that they're entitled to, because of their position to <laughs> oh, the first so, class. So there food. is a bit of beef. You, knew it. you, <laughs> you knew could it. sense it earlier. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Okay. But then obviously, because we're in charge of the food. That might get squirreled away somewhere. Uh. Uh, sorry, Captain. There was no, uh, you know, fillet steak left. I'm afraid. And then you're down R- the back of the aircraft. Right yeah. Got some, uh, R- got it.
1: some sloppy <laughs> risotto for you though, yeah. if you want it.
2: Dried out. Risotto's been sat in the oven for three hours. Yeah. <laughs> if
1: you don't like it, I've got a little bit of vodka for you as well. <laughs> Too much now. have you done.
0: <laughs> right. Put your hands in the air. <laughs> you put your hands in the air as well oh my god uh, Damien we've got a live one here he's got a gun no, I think we've got a hostage not, situation it's here it's not a gun he's got a finger that he's pretending is a gun Damien. correct
1: this is a fucking hijack motherfuckers I'm taking over this plane with both my fingers and my guns that I've got in my pocket what are you going to do about it? go whatever you want Oh. That was easy. Yeah. Oh, uh, the, the the plane is mine because there's only three... In the, it's a new plane. There's only three switches. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I can easily drive it. It's mine. Drive it. <laughs> yeah, drive it. Does <laughs> it not drive it? Do you not drive a plane? Fly do you do? it. Okay. <laughs> you, shut your fucking face. You're under hostage situation here. So don't fucking backchat me like that. Do you get training for hostage situations?
2: Yeah. Yeah, we do. Okay. Yeah, so... Um It used to be when I very, very first started, it was basically whatever the hostage takers want, do it. Go along with whatever they say. Mm, Interesting. Um, And then uh, every year we do a refresher course. We have to be re-licensed by the CAA, the Civil Aviation Authority, um, to be legal to fly. And part of that is a safety and security briefing. And so I was on one of these courses when 9-11 happened so literally we were at lunch and the news was full of you know two planes flying into the twin towers and that afternoon we went to our security briefing which was about you know hostage situation and you know the, the guy training it was i don't know what to tell you now Oh, because <laughs> all along game has we've, changed. Yeah, yeah, we've been telling you, you know, go along with whatever they say. If they want access to the flight deck, give it to them. But now, obviously, you know that's that's a whole different ball game. Um, since then, there's been a lot of like new procedures come in. So, flight deck door is, you know, as soon as you push back off a stand, that's locked. Um, it's reinforced. You have to either phone or some airlines have like a key card entry so you have to put in a specific code and then there's cameras as well so the flight crew can see who it is that's wanting to gain access to the flight deck so basically these days if you know you were to come up with your finger guns and yep. say <laughs> "Game's over motherfucker you know yeah we're taking this plane that door would be locked that would not be open do it at for any reason doesn't yep. matter if you know you've got us up against the, the door with gun to our heads, that, door, that door's not coming open there, getting on the ground to the, the nearest airport.
1: That's good. That, it's really good that that's been put in place now. And whilst I'm on that, the reason I've taken this plane with my guns is because I'm sick and tired of believing that it's cheaper to have in-flight brochure equipment thrown at me. Like, yeah, buy this off us. It's cheaper. Buy these Ray-Bans. They're definitely cheaper than if you bought them on land. Because
2: yeah. it's bullshit. Is it right? Am yeah. I right? Yeah. It's bullshit? <laughs> yeah. Is it bullshit? Well, you're trapped, aren't you? You're trapped on this plane. We're going to sell you some stuff.
1: <laughs> and it's not... So you're, you're pulling the wool over my eyes.
2: <laughs> and we want you to buy it because we get commission on it. <gasps> what? <laughs> I
1: knew that was a catch.
0: Yeah. What's the biggest markup? Uh Joe, let's let's give Damien some standard items from the in-flight brochure. Um... The M M's thing where it, where it's got like the little M and M's geezer with his hands yeah kind of the side. oh the fucking rip off
1: oh okay well that's the last time I buy that fucking toy plane
0: mm. oh yeah uh, on
2: the stand
1: yeah, yeah what else is there some the, fags
2: though good good really yeah well yeah, oh, yeah okay yeah and and obviously we always buy those because we get a discount as well
0: but then you also get commission on that so you yeah. win twice
2: <laughs> I'm
0: I want to be an air attendant what did we go, go with purser i want to be a purser. i want to be a cabin fuck uh, well, morning ladies and gentlemen right. i shall be your cabin fuck this morning i want to be
1: the i want to be the cabin boss i'm the boss of this motherfucking cabin <laughs> and on that on that note i would like to thank you damien <laughs> not damien whoever the fuck you are <laughs> So much for coming on and telling us all about what it's like being a flight attendant.
2: that has been my absolute pleasure. Thank you. Thanks, mate.
0: Joe, I'll level with you. I enjoyed Damien and his stories immensely. I just wish that whilst he was talking through that whole episode,
1: I was drinking vodka. (laughs) But he was great. Really enjoyed his stories and getting a little bit more insider knowledge behind the scenes knowledge of what it's like to be a flight attendant an air host or perhaps a purser
0: well if you enjoyed that too and you want to support the show search for joe Marler's show on patreon if you would like another podcast to listen to i would recommend we didn't start the fire Now, this is a history podcast that uses Billy Joel lyrics to try and explain why the world is as it is today. There are episodes on Richard Nixon, North Korea, Joseph Stalin and Marilyn Monroe. It's getting really very good reviews at the moment. So get involved. Search for We Didn't Start the Fire in your podcast app. Who is on our next episode, Tom? Weirdly, Joe, bearing in mind that I've just told people to search for We Didn't Start the Fire. Get this. It's a firefighter. It's not that weird. Steve wrote a script. Uh, We'll see you next time. Bye. Crowd Network. A place where you belong. Sports Social Podcast Network.